When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Um, tonight's episode, we actually have an interview episode tonight. We are excited about this. Um, we have Tina Towns Woo-hoo! in the studio tonight. What? Howdy. Say hello. Yes. Uh, this is cool. Really cool yeah. for us. So this is our first interview like this yeah. um, as well, uh, being uh, that... Tina is a local comedian here um, in the Treasure Valley. Do you kind of go all over the place? or Not you? really. I mean, I think the furthest out I've gone is Crescent Brewery. Oh, okay. Here in yeah. Napa. Okay. With the exception of when I was in Arkansas for six months last year, but that's because of sad reasons. And oh, okay. I'm not a sad boy. Yeah. <laughs> so you mainly stick to the Boise area? Yeah, and sometimes in Nampa. What are the spots in Boise to go to? Like, where's the open mics at? Oh, golly. There's almost one every night. As really? As you know. Yeah. Oh, do tell. Um, so, like, Sunday, there's two. Um, one's at Quinn's Restaurant in their bar area. And the other one's at, like, Eastside Tavern downtown that I haven't found. It's like, off of Broadway or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Monday is uh, Mad Swede Brewing. And that's off a of coal road, just past the Boise Costco. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Tuesdays, there's the Namba one at Crescent. And mm-hmm. then also in Boise is a Lost Grove Brewing over by Ann Morrison Park. Okay. Yeah. And then later in the evening is at Rama Pong. It's like kind of like I haven't heard of it, and it sounds fun. The gong show, but instead <laughs> um, of a gong, you no. get hit with ping pong no. balls. Oh, <laughs> you have nice. to go to that one. So yes. I haven't gone myself, but I also don't like getting hit by ping pong balls because depending yeah. on how hard Do someone throws people it, people are throwing them. Yeah. Oh my god. So it's one of those. Yeah. You know, if you don't like the comedian, toss it. I'm no. like, Oh, wow. And even comedians get the ping pong balls, so no. it's just like, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. Because like, comedians that out. are going to have a bias to be like, no, <laughs> yes. I want more time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Oh, that's awesome. We got to check that one out. Yes. Um, yeah. We- kind of the ma- reason we got into podcasting is we our love for stand-up comedy. Yeah. Watching. Okay. Kill Tony. Did you, um, are you? Um, I've heard of it. Because a couple of comedians went to when they were at the Knitting Factory, and then I think two or three of the local comics actually got on. Oh, nice. So that was pretty cool. But I've never actually, like, listened to Kill Tony myself. Yeah. But everyone else is like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's like, hi, I'm a super cash. (laughs) 
Yeah. I'm more of an anime person. <laughs> I just do this as like stress relief. Yeah. Yeah, we were at that Kill Tony show actually and we saw uh Nate, Nate. Ford. Yeah, he was yeah. like the last one called he up. Killed. Yeah. Yeah, it was he a made good the whole set. show, honestly. Yeah, because there were a lot, the whole thing up. There were a lot of people awesome. getting up that weren't comedians, you know. Yeah, they were just yeah. locals. I'll put my name in a hat, you know. Yeah. And that actually pisses the host off when people do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. So, like, you're wasting the time of these comedians that, you know, are trying to get up every yeah. week. Yeah. So. Yeah, but then, like, uh, Wednesdays, mm-hmm. there's two. There's uh, the liquid open mic at the actual comedy oh, okay. club. And then a little bit later in the evening, there's one. Uh, it's called Rough Drafts at Doc's Lodge. And so Doc's Lodge is like a tiny little bar mm-hmm. right before you hit the connector. Okay. So uh, I haven't gone there really per se. Like, I think I've watched it once or twice, but that one's more of a um, if you've actually hosted at Liquid, mm-hmm. uh, they want you to actually try and get oh, stuff down wow. more. So it's a more professional mic. Oh, uh-huh. okay. So, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not professional at yeah. all. <laughs> like, sometimes I can't even say vajayjay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Thursday is um, the late night mic, okay, good mic. How late? Um, it starts anywhere between, like, 10.45 to 11 p.m. Wow. Because <laughs> they have an actual comedy show on Thursdays more often than not. And then it's kind of yeah. just like a afterthought. you like, eh, it's something before the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's awesome. I didn't realize there was that much in Boise. Yeah, oh, neither yeah. did I. Cool. Because I think it died out a little bit for a while in Boise, just what I kind of saw, you know, being uh, not a comedian, you know. I didn't even know we had a comedy scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how I got involved was because of honest, a weird indirect connection of Quidditch. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I was it. talking to, like, the captain of the BSU Quidditch team, yes. like, when it was first getting started. And these two guys just approached us and were like, hey, you, to my friend, Stu, was like, you you were the guy who was the snitch in the California tournament, weren't you? And they're like, we're comedians. Come to the Flips and Beaners show. And I was just like, excuse me, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it was apparently just like a show filled with like Filipino comedians and Mexican oh, really? comedians and then headlined by Sean Peabody. Oh, Chris knows him. That's actually yeah. a friend of mine. <laughs> so it's just like. I'll go. But then I called my brother, who was my ride, because I didn't have a car at the time. I was like, you have to go with me. I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it ended up being a good show, because um, I actually knew one of the comedians, because he was, like, someone's cousin in the Filipino community. And at the time, it was a small community, so everyone knew everyone. Um. And I was like, oh, that's JR. But I don't know who's JR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the same time, knowing that, I was like, there's probably like half the Filipino community here, which means I can't drink because then some lie will happen and get back to my mom. Oh, and be like, yeah. your daughter was belligerent. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just like, yeah. I'm just going to have Sprite. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, and this is in Boise? Yeah. Okay. So there is... Uh, a bit of a Filipino community in yeah. Boise. Um, growing up, I lived in Garden City, but both my parents worked at Migron. And anyone who worked at Migron that was Filipino basically became best friends. Yeah. Oh. And so we'd spend like holidays together and it got to the point where Christmas parties and like birthday parties were just huge. Like my 13th birthday party had the entire Filipino community, which wow. was like 300 people in Dang. and out of my house. <laughs> 
But I also mean I made like three, four hundred dollars in cash and gifts, so I can't yeah. complain. Yeah, exactly. yeah right. Balling out of control <laughs> yes. at like ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but yeah, it was like it. It was a nice, 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 uh, tight knit group for the most part, except. For if you were like me or my siblings, because we weren't like Asian enough, it, oh, I, I right. poke fun at oh, it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I do have some good friends from the community oh, there. So, good. yeah, more Asian enough. <laughs> Did you were you uh, born and raised in this area? So yeah, like my family is from Arkansas, and my dad got a job offer from my grunt, so they moved him across the country. Okay. And I wasn't born yet. I was born after they had been here for a year. Okay, <laughs> so I'm the purebred. <laughs> If you're red, potato. Idahoan. I, I mean, I do really like potatoes, so yeah. I guess it fits. Jeez. Now, do you find that, and I'll get the serious here for a minute, that being from Idaho, do you ever find, like you just said, not being Asian enough or not being black enough in certain groups? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really weird because... Most of my friends were, like, white kids in Garden City. Yeah. I like to call it, just, like, they were trashy enough to not live in a trailer, but not rich enough to live outside of, like, a duplex. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was really funny. Where I lived, only minorities actually owned houses. Oh, really? So, it's, like, apartments or oh, duplex cool. people. And... So that was really weird, but I was usually like the first black kid a lot of kids knew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh man, I have like so many black friends, like you, your brother Chris, your brother Mario. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that doesn't your count. Like, things don't yeah. count. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta know someone no, not totally related. <laughs> that's hilarious. Like, I didn't meet another black kid until I was in third grade. Oh, wow. <laughs> we talk about that a lot, you and I. Yeah, well. Because we're both, we're not from and here. And like, yeah, and like, we, we, everyone be like, oh my gosh, you two are tall, so you must like each other, and you're also black, and we're like, yeah. not we cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people believe that to the point where uh, I actually had, like, my high school reunion last year. So it's like, oh, I saw your cousin, A.T. And I was like, not actually related. That was just a, you know, survival tactic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, so we grew up, well, I grew up in California. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'm from Alaska. About 30 miles from San Francisco. So, honestly, I grew up um, with all my friends where I lived, uh had a huge Filipino population there. Yeah. So uh, we had more Filipinos per capita than the Philippines in Vallejo. Wow. In Vallejo, yeah. So at least at that time, I don't know what it is now, but um, yeah, everyone growing up, all my friends were Filipino. We talked about being on that sports team. You were the only white guy. Yeah, little league. Yeah, that's where I grew up. Yeah, I was. We were the only white family on the neighborhood, and. All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if you knew like one of my distant really? relatives. Maybe most yeah. of them live in California or the Philippines. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's the only reason I've ever been to California, really, other oh, than okay. like going to San Diego on a mission trip and being like the one person going. You know, shoving down religion at like random homeless people is little questionable. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not saying this because I just stepped on a syringe. So. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, at least I was wearing my sneakers. Wow. <laughs> Wait, was this a mission you went on? Yeah, oh. like, um, it was just during spring break, so it was just a week-long thing. And my youth group went down, and some of the college kids went down, too. But I was the youngest at 15. 
they treated me like garbage. Is this the youth group that you were speaking of in that? Because we were like, because we have to talk about dog shit brownies. Or is this crazy that she's talking about? That that was the same youth group. Um, I mean, they did a lot of questionable things. Like they had labor auctions. That's what. Yeah. Oh yes. What is she talking about? And it was. It was. They should have just. Called it like fundraisers, like yeah. pick your pick your volunteer fundraisers. Wow! <laughs> Instead, they called it like labor auctions, and they made us wear signs about All the like art. Yeah, but like I was the only one who was like super detailed, described like she could probably do a lot of heavy labor oh, lifting. And I was wow. like, this is so questionable. Yeah, yeah. really. And it doesn't help the family. Family. It was just an older couple whose like kid moved out ASAP, <laughs> and I don't blame them because it's Idaho. But yeah, I worked with this one couple with my best friend, and we had to rake their leaves, and they had like an acre of front yard, and like an acre of backyard with- That's bullshit. (laughs) And like, they had, you know, decades old maple trees. So these leaves are as big as my like teenage head. Oh, jeez. And it, it, it took me probably- Three hours just to get half of the yard done. Wow. And then afterwards, once, like, we were completely done, and it took us the six, seven hours, because we started, like, right at seven in the morning. So, it was freezing cold when we started. And they decided they dropped me off and my friend off, who lived way out here in Nampa. So, on the way out, we stopped at Sonic, and it was, like, the first time I'd stopped at Sonic with not my family. (laughs) They're Uh like, oh, what do you want? I was like... I'll just take a small milkshake. <laughs> I know. And I want to feel like you guys have to treat me. Yeah. And then they gave me a super large one. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> My parents are going to be like, you made them buy you a milkshake after you did work for them? Because <laughs> one of those, like, why do you have this <laughs> type yeah. growing up? Especially of like my sibling, because my brothers were doing other stuff. Like my oldest brother, who's five and a half years older than me, he was a leader in the youth group mm-hmm. until he started dating like a Chinese girl. And they're like, you can't be a youth group leader because you're dating a communist. And I was like, that's not they how said it that. works. <laughs> yeah. Wow. At church, he <laughs> <Yeah>. said that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's not how this works. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was just weird. Like... I'm pretty sure the problem started when they hired a guy from Texas to be um, our youth pastor. <laughs> yeah, was he like the typical stereotypical like Texas person? Uh, he definitely had like a southern drawl and stuff yeah. and like would exaggerate his like yeehaw oh, like, really? just just to be like emphasize stuff. Yeah. But I mean he was a nice guy overall, but he, when like I complained about like hey, I don't like these black jokes. Wow. <laughs> he was t- telling black jokes? He was. He was letting the guys do it. Like, I was made fun of. I had oh, an expander because I have crossbite. And so, if you showed up late, you ended up with, like, the good old version of King James with a lot of these thousand buys. <laughs> and having an expander in my mouth just made me lisp. Oh, no. So bad. And the only way for me to list was if I was, like, a creeper who did, like, bare minimum volume speaking. Yeah. (laughs) And um, they would just make fun of me relentlessly. And so I was like, you know what? Screw this. And I, like, rage quit out of my youth group into a rainstorm. Oh, wow. (laughs) But, I mean, it was just weird. It was a lot of, like, 
after I had brought up a lot of like, hey, this isn't cool, mm-hmm. they gave us like this 25 question survey <laughs> to like try and like damn us and stuff. They're like, what's your favorite book? And I was just like, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, so you like drugs and stuff. Oh, and I was like, wow. what? Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, what's your favorite music? And at the time I was trying really hard to like blend in in high school. So I was like, I like playing Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, oh, so you're a devil worshiper. Oh my and gosh. I was like, I'm just an emotional teenager trying to survive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And then one that. of the last two questions were, what do you like about the youth group and what do you not like? And I was just like, what do I like? Nothing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> my three friends either graduated out or moved away. <laughs> So I was just by myself. Oh, that's. Uh, and then it's like, what do you hate? I was like, I hate that people are racist. <laughs> I really hate when this guy, because there was um, an adult who had two kids in the youth group and he was just a terrible human being. We had a dinner at his place and he made a kid cry playing Risk. Like, oh, wow. he's just wow. like, you're a dirty cheater. We didn't know we were playing home rules. Like, oh, he that. <laughs> And so the kid's crying. He's like, I'll just undo the, I'll undo the move. And he's like, this is what happens when your mom's a whore and she just abandons you. And everyone knew, like, he was abandoned as a baby. We never brought it up. And we're just like, oh my God. And so when we brought up to the church, we're like, hey, this guy probably shouldn't be around the youth. Um, he's just like, you're exaggerating. Blah blah blah, and I was like, you know what? He's a good speaker. You know who else was a good speaker? Hitler. Oh god! <laughs> and so they just thought I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it just sucked. Like once I graduated out, um, they gave us this crazy Bible called the Way of the Master Bible. And what religion is this? A uh, Southern Baptist. Oh, Southern Baptist. Okay. <laughs> Which makes no sense in a northern state. Let's be real. <laughs> but uh, it's the Way of the Master Bible, and it was compiled by Ray Comfort, this weird guy. If you've ever looked up like the bananas, how they're formed to fit in their hand video, that's it. No, but we're going to <laughs> write that down. And uh, yeah, yeah, Kirk Cameron, and if you remember Kirk oh, Cameron from yes. Growing Pains, yep, yep, he's yep. super religious, evangelical yeah. right now. And this Bible has like. The Evidence Bible has about a, like, a lot of questions in it to help you be like, oh, okay. And so it's kind of a cool Bible. And then it, <laughs> randomly in the middle of it, it's just like, did Hitler go to heaven or hell? No. And like they have this entire page just like answering whether or not he could be saved. <laughs> oh, wow. And uh, what? Yeah, because uh, what was the conclusion in this uh, book? I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I just like, remember uh, going, he's not so bad. You know, I don't feel okay owning a Bible that has Hitler in it. Yeah. My but, grandma, my great granny Fowler, used to say Hitler just had a hard childhood. I feel oh, like I feel like World War Two could have been totally. Um, not happened if he was just accepted into art school. <laughs> yeah. If someone was like, you know what, you're not that yeah. great at art, but we can make you better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, he'd be like a household like art yeah. Yeah, name, like Thomas like Kincaid, a, the yeah. like master of light. An Adolf Hitler, yeah, gallery. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, yes, this is um, an Adolf Hitler from uh, 1943, <laughs> yeah. one of his earlier works. It's a uh, cat on the lake. <laughs> on the lake yes <laughs> yes hitler art you heard it here first got tina towns making waves in church um so far um 
So tell us now, and this ties in with your youth group thing about the dog shit brownies. Okay. Yes, because we were like, what? So, <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. So, okay, the dog shit brownies. They had a weekend. It was like a Friday through Sunday thing. And the boys were separated from the girls, and it was a purity retreat. I wrote that down, too. And <laughs> Nine um, steps. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have it in my bag, because I carry it in my joke book. But, um, oh so the boys were kept at, like, the youth house, which is just, like, it was a converted nursery building. <laughs> so, uh. and they made us do all the manual labor to, like, upgrade it to, like, adult toilets and stuff, oh, except yeah. from the tiny dino toilets. Yeah. Wow. And so the guys were there. And one of the guys who was a leader in the youth group, John something or other, um, he had made brownies for the guys as a way to represent losing your purity if you had premarital sex. What? <laughs> With a girl who had been doing premarital sex. And he had frozen the brownies so he, none of the guys could smell the shit. Oh, my God. So, there was actual shit yeah, in the brownies. because he used his mom's terrier's poop. Oh, God. In it. And- um, I can't even- Like, my brain can't really- and, Yeah. <laughs> and the and plan like, was to feed this to yeah, humans. Yeah, I think one of the guys actually just straight up shoved an entire brownie in his mouth, but didn't actually swallow oh. it. And he's just like, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, this represents how, like- you're just, you could, it could even just be like an eighth of an ounce of dog shit, but it ruins the entire brownie. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> and then whereas the girls, we stayed, remember that house with all the leaves? I We stayed in their house. Oh, it, oh, God. it was such a huge house. Like their downstairs was basically like a college dorm with like yeah. 10 to 12 rooms downstairs and a oh, giant wow. like just uh, they're running some commune shit if <laughs> <laughs> it's questionable because it had one of those like stairwells to be like it came up into their like kitchen pantry so it's like a server's quarters oh, no. so you okay. could not be seen nor <laughs> right. oh wow and i mean it was near a plantation area so oh, i'm just dang. like i'm not saying so, this is probably a slave owning house in idaho things are adding up here <laughs> but uh for us they're like oh we're gonna build the girl self-esteem and self-love or whatever and they're like make sure you bring your swimsuits there's a hot tub we'll just like pamper ourselves or whatever and i wore like <clears throat> my first bikini which was like a hand-me-down for my mom and everyone did just, it have a skirt no oh. <laughs> it was just it was just this cute like teal colored bikini that my mom was like okay i trust that you're old enough to wear this <laughs> and when i put it on you know like you have to get wet in your swimsuit to readdress this tightness right and everyone was just like oh you're too fat to wear that your boobs are too big for that bikini <laughs> i was oh, just geez. like what okay let me just go put a t-shirt on oh, to cover my shame jeez oh, and then uh after that, it was like, oh, we're going to read scenarios. And one was like, girl gets um, roofied and then date oh, raped <laughs> at a party. They're like, what's the best way to have avoid this? I was like, I don't know, really, because it 
already happened so i guess you just hope that someone calls out the people who do it mm-hmm. and it's like nope wrong answer she should have never gone to the party in the first place okay. wow. <laughs> yeah. if she was yeah. a real christian she wouldn't have been drinking and i was yeah. like okay that's not realistic but <laughs> yeah. i yeah. mean at least the girls didn't get shit brownies we just got slut shamed yeah great <laughs> dang great. That is intense. Sounds fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, they took us up to Silverwood in northern Idaho. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you don't know history about northern Idaho. (laughs) You should. (laughs) Um, They didn't believe me or my brother when we went because it was a... It was like a salute to the seniors and welcoming in the new, like, underclassmen. And I was like, oh, God, I'm not not going to be allowed on any of these rides. And uh, they're like, you're just paranoid. That was back in the day. And I'm just like, <laughs> sure, back in the day. You yeah, know, like, uh, it's like 15 years ago. 40 years so. ago wasn't that far. That's yeah. just like one gen, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we get there, and I'm talking to my own friends. I was like, guys, just let me carry your purses so we can just cruise through. No problems. Asked. And they're like, you're being paranoid. And we're not even in the gates of this stupid amusement park. When a security guard comes and is like, is this colored girl bothering you? No. Oh, my God. No. Wow. Then they finally believed me. And they're like, oh, wow. we were just seeing whose purse got priorities for medication reasons. And oh, I was just like, wow. I just gave them them. I told you. <laughs> Look. Wow. And um, it even got worse. Like, uh, if I was in the back of the line of the group trying to ride on a roller coaster, they'd let everyone else on and be like, sorry, the last ride before maintenance. <laughs> Oh my god, jeez. That's crazy. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to the water park. What are they going to do? Drain the pool? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It turns out that's where all the minorities went. We all have the same idea. Oh, really? <laughs> I went to. But, wow. Um, I never want to go back there because I was pulled under by some white kids and they tried to drown me. Oh, shit. But luckily we had a buddy system and my buddy noticed I went under and yeah. they saved me because I can't swim. But I oh, like terrifying. I'm one of those like I like to be in an inner tube because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, at least I can float. Yeah, like <laughs> straight up, I didn't take a swim class until I was in college because <laughs> oh, really? like I should probably learn how to swim. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. a pro doggy paddle. <laughs> Are you now? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I, and I don't mind being in deep water as long as I can see the bottom. So, yeah. um, oceans, still not about that. <laughs> no, no oceans. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a lake if it's clear. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you wrote this down. Uh, it's nine steps to stop fucking with your purity. Yeah. Is that? Yes. <laughs> so, because I was like, what? <laughs> it's nine steps for your purity. And it starts off like a. You have to draw the line on where, like, you'll stop, like, pushing the line of your purity because you existing basically makes you lose purity points. Oh, okay. And so there are nine steps. And the first step is just making eye contact with someone of the other gender. That's a no. So (laughs) So you're not supposed to do that to to remain pure. And uh, the second step of pushing it is talking to them. Oh, my goodness. Third is holding hands, but they oh. don't clarify between cupped hands or fingers laced. Yeah, it's two different, totally um, different <laughs> hand holdings. And then it's just like um, touching on the shoulder or like the side of the waist and um, kissing, but lips closed is the fifth step. And then like kissing with mouth open is the sixth one. And that's where I drew the line because saliva is gross. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I just, mm, I don't like people's sweat on me, and I don't like their spit on me. It's just, mm -mm, no, thank you. And then um, the next step, seven, is uh, petting while clothed. Okay. And I'm just like, why would I pet my, like, dog naked? (laughs) Um, I'd hope I'm wearing clothes around animals. (laughs) And then um, step eight is experimental nakedness. And there are quotes around experimental. (laughs) Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. I'm assuming it's just like... Just being naked and being like, okay, do you think my body is ugly? But in my head, because I'm a chem nerd, I was like, so is it like, all right, we're going to mix this hydrochloric acid (laughs) with some base. Hope I don't burn off my dick. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Like, are they they not wearing safety goggles? (laughs) Is is that what they're doing? I don't know. And then, of course, the last one is having sex. So, just like, and I was always confused how it was like an going upscale versus like a downscale <laughs> so yeah. like start nine is like making eye contact yeah. and then once you're closer to zero that means you're closer to hell you're closer to death <laughs> and but, loss of all purity and like the like pamphlet little paper they gave us had like a cute little like china teacup with like some tea in it as like a what it what's it called clip art thing at the bottom oh, of really? this thing to be like Oh, it's so delicate and dainty, like your femininity and purity. Oh, teacup, yeah. Some chamomile tea. Right. <laughs> exactly like your purity. boys when you can just go to sleep? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, my, my youth group was such a shit show. Yeah. And I'm so glad, like, I only had to go until I was 18, because my dad was just like, you can go until you're 18, and then after that, you're an adult, so I don't care what you do. Because at that point, you're God's problem. You're not my oh, responsibility. Okay. <laughs> you're an adult. You're responsible for yourself. Nice, yeah. And um, I actually kind of got cheated a little early because I got a job at 17, and I volunteered to work on Sunday. Oh, of course. Yeah, oh, I'm super busy. Yeah. <laughs> they need oh, me. I'm sorry. Ooh, like 12-hour shifts. Right? <laughs> like, oh, they couldn't find someone to work on Sunday morning. Darn it. <laughs> Me Boy, again. Howdy. <laughs> and uh yeah mm-hmm. and honestly like the the people i went to church with were actually some of the worst customers i had to deal with really oh yeah they were the like coupon karens and stuff and it's just like that's not how this works <laughs> and where did you work at, at the i time? worked at popeyes popeyes it was like the only place i would accept my application nice hey you gotta go where you gotta go sometimes yeah i mean like uh, i had friends at target when i first applied there and they're like oh did you get the p test and i was like no oh yeah then you're not hired then but you know they do have like stewart in the back and he's a black guy too so i think they're good on the diversity quota okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like that's encouraging yeah. <laughs> damn it stewart it's like, that why i've never seen a black person in target yeah. if they keep him in the back <laughs> Were you like, oh, what stock. about Asians? <laughs> <laughs> there was Austin. He was in. Oh, okay. He was he was in the like software <laughs> and gaming department in electronics. Sheesh. An Asian guy named Austin. Come on now. That's Idaho. I'm pretty sure he was adopted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Might might have been. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I had a friend when I first moved here, when I worked for Frito-Lay, his name was Joe, and he was Filipino, and I just moved from California, but he was born and raised here, and like knew very little about, because he was adopted by a white family, knew very little about his like Filipino culture. I was like telling him stuff about his culture. <laughs> you need to know this. Yeah. <laughs> what, you don't know Lumpia? What's wrong yeah, with him? Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of funny. It's like, oh, this is weird. I guess all these years growing up with Filipinos, you know, I guess I get to use some of the knowledge. You know? <laughs> right. So, uh, follow-up question, where is the spot around here to get good Filipino food? <laughs> Honestly, it's yeah. just if you know someone. That's what I figured, yeah. Uh, there have been like two or three Filipino restaurants as far mm. as I know and okay so not sounding mean but like Filipino food takes forever it's a mm. labor of love and like the restaurants they always mean everything fresh to order Yeah, and I think I went one time with my mom and we waited like two hours for just really? two plates of food Wow, <laughs> and like it was just like oh they don't just like prep some stuff and like halfway cook it yeah something. <laughs> but like i mean the food was dope yeah <laughs> but, but you not worth the wait <laughs> was this the one that was on fairview yeah uh that was on fairview and there was another one um there's like the women of wool like that twisted you yarn shop or whatever oh, yeah, off yeah. the chindin yeah that it's... used to be a filipino restaurant oh, really? okay. yeah wow and um yeah, I don't think they lasted more than like three months each. <laughs> yeah, I remember going to the like, one Because everyone didn't ones. really want to pay like, you know, 10 to 12 bucks for like just one plate of food. Mm-hmm. But it was also, you're not going to eat the rest of the day if you eat the same yeah, plate of food type thing. But um, yeah, I mean, the food is great. You just, you're better off just trying to find someone Yeah, <laughs> it's Filipino. Um, yeah. I know... That there's a like Filipino American Association, and there are two factions. Like, like oh, really? is there like, bad blood? I guess there was like the everyone who had kids, and then like the elders faction. Okay. And I I was part of both because my mom wanted like my grandma lived with us, so she was with them. And my mom was like, okay, well I'm on this one because I have kids. And one girl, she was in the older faction because her parents were just like, we don't want to deal with them. They they are too secular or whatever. And I was like, well, I'll go because she's probably lonely yeah. <laughs> being like the only like Gen Wire in this entire yeah. room. <laughs> right. So I'd go and like, we're still good friends today. And like, we go to anime cons together. So, but um. I think the more active association part, I don't know if they finally will just merge back together or not, but um, the more active one for the Filipino American Society or Association or whatever the hell they want to call themselves, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they do stuff like they perform at Festival of Trees and stuff and have a float in the like holiday parades to be like, hey, we're here. Yeah. And I just remember it used to be like the Christmas parties were like just the families that worked at Micron. And then, you know, people started dating out there and bringing their white boyfriends or whatever. Mm. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, cops were getting called because people were triple parking in the street. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> it was always held at someone's house. And then um, they started doing it at like the Catholic schools and stuff got damaged at the Catholic schools and somehow me and my brothers got blamed for it because we're easy targets. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, but, geez. um, 
yeah, it was it was stupid. There was a lot of like if stuff got broke, it was clearly the black kids oh, type really? things. And so that it was just a lot. I I may or may not have like punched a few kids in elementary school. <laughs> Probably not. I, I definitely <laughs> did. I, I punched one kid in the face one time in front of my teacher because they made fun of my older brother because like they were bragging that they were able to blame him for the damage. Oh, they did dang. like thousands of dollars of damage to his school because they got on the roof Jeez. somehow got into the ventilation system and did the whole climbing through and then like broke through the ceilings and stuff. And then where, blamed you guys or blamed your brother? Yeah, because my brother got up there to try and be like, guys, no, get off the roof. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And yeah, it was just bad. But like once the community started getting bigger, they're like, we could make money off of this. <laughs> so they started having like the Christmas parties held at like the Expo Idaho building oh, okay. and charging like 10 to 30 dollars or something for everyone to come in and it's like prom formal attire oh really oh it's awful i hate it yeah we don't have anything to wear and and, but like the food so much food yeah Uh, and like you could take stuff home Mm. (laughs) that's probably the only thing i don't mind it's the fact there's so much good filipino food and i didn't have to cook any of yeah. it are you a good cook no oh. no i'm not like i've been yeah. slowly learning different dishes from my mom because she's a filipino oh, one nice. okay and like just making a simple thing of lumpia takes a good three four hours because you have to cook the meat and stuff yeah. and make sure your wraps are thawed out enough and then deep fry your lumpia mm. and whatnot and she would just mock how i like rolled my lumpia or stuffed oh, it <laughs> she's like you're doing it wrong i was like i'm doing it exactly like you showed me she's like no you're just doing it wrong it's like okay fine whatever (laughs) yeah i used to love going to the filipino parties because you just knew there's gonna be tons of food oh yeah like you step into a filipino party they're like your hands are empty here's like a coca-cola here's a plate already pre yeah. Filled with food. Dang. Oh, your plate has like an opening spot. Here's another <laughs> roll. Yeah. You could not not have empty hands at a Filipino no. party. <laughs> well, I remember too, even like when there wasn't a party, but going to pick my, even like to pick up one of my friends at their house, you know, a lot of them, their grandmother lived with them and they would just cook all day, you know. Yeah. So I would go in, I'd go to pick up my friend. You had to sit down and eat. <laughs> and Jeez. Yeah, you yep. were given a plate of food. And then when you finished that, they'd pick it up and fill it up again. <laughs> like, and on. yeah, like at least two full plates, like wow. every time you went to go. Yeah, that, that's what I remember from my childhood. Cause my yeah. grandmother lived with us when I was growing up until I was about 17. And then she was like, I think I'm dying <laughs> and went back to the Philippines and then lived for like another six seven years oh, okay <laughs> just like you could have just said you wanted to go home right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no one was keeping you here <laughs> yeah but i mean yeah so i don't really associate with most of the filipinos here that i grew up with mainly because they were just like the ones who were like well you're not you know cool enough to hang out with us we don't go to school together and then oh. a handful of them transferred from bishop kelly the catholic school to Eagle High, where I was, they're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then they ended up being, like, the most popular kids. Mm. And I was just like, don't associate with me. I don't <laughs> like you. Like, we're not friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't know. And, like, um, even in college, like, one of the girls, I just don't like her existence at all. Because she's one of those. BSU? 
Yep. <laughs> Random BS counts before you. <laughs> um, she would just, you know, try to find intel for gossip, basically, and sh- she would tell her mom, and then her mom would spread it everywhere. Oh. So it was just one of those, I don't want to get involved with you. Please go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, but she would spend like good chunks of time just standing like next to the booth i'm like studying and be like are you gonna invite me to sit down no no <laughs> I, i've been ignoring you i thought yeah. you would have understood <laughs> yeah. that i don't want to yeah. be near yeah. you <laughs> follow the signs <laughs> but yeah like out of all of the like filipino people i know i think i'm only friends with maybe five <laughs> yeah. and i think that's because Three of them are siblings. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> so by default. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So let's talk about um, how you got into comedy. Like, first of all, how long have you been doing it for? Um, I think I'll have hit the three-year mark since I've started because um, I started out of pure spite and anger. Oh, really? <laughs> um, my ex was a comedian. I don't know if he's still does it i haven't seen him around or anything yeah. and when we broke up he's like comedy is my safe space <laughs> and you can't be in it because you what? put me into a negative safe space oh jeez and i was like okay but like i like comedy like i've met people because of you that i like yeah. and i like seeing them perform and stuff and i'm not just going to stop yeah no and then so i told some other people and they're like oh I've never talked to you before because he actually treated me like a you can be seen but not heard type. Oh, one of those. Um, I ended up actually, uh, how I could describe it, like, I liked him for a while, but there were things that I just wanted to escape because he had a lot of internal stuff that he needed to deal with. But that's neither here nor there. But, like, I was basically the, like, rebellion girlfriend because his parents weren't super racist but they were like <laughs> subliminal racist okay <laughs> so it'd be subtle things oh, and, and i was just like i really hope you're not <laughs> dating me to rebel but it really feels like it is oh really but um it happened like one night uh it was the year of the solar eclipse that you could see from oh, idaho yeah. so like 2017 or mm-hmm. whatever yeah um oh golly it was like the night or two before my friends from out of town were up in Boise and we all went to dinner to eat ramen or whatever to be nerds. And I get this 13 part text message from oh, my no. ex. Oh, and he's just like, that doesn't sound good. He's like, I heard that you wrote a joke about my slave kink. And even mm-hmm. though it's yours, that I was like, Mm-mm, I don't bring uh-huh. race play into anything because oh, that's geez. just uncomfortable <laughs> for anyone. <laughs> and it was just this 13 part text message about how he's going to sue me for libel and defamation of character for this joke. And this what? joke was just based off of the one line from a Rihanna song, S&M. It's like, um, whips and chains excite me or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
And so the punchline for the joke is just like, when I said I like to be, um, when I said whips and chains excite me, I meant I like to be dominated, not owned. That's a joke. Like, yeah. So like, no name dropping of anyone. Yeah. Because unfortunately, almost every guy I've dated in Idaho does have like a weird race slave master kink. Really? <laughs> and it's just like, mm, we are Jeez. too north for this. <laughs> Could you not? I'm Jeez. sure in your family <clears throat> history, because you're probably an ex-Mormon too, you can just scroll down and see who owned someone <laughs> yeah because y'all have enough history tracky <laughs> whereas i'm just like um i think i can go as far back as my great-grandmother <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's about it <laughs> but yeah so um i got that text message and at first i was like oh it's just one but then my phone kept ringing and yeah. i was upset because i was gonna lose this game it was the whole like everyone's phone is in the center of the table whoever grabs hers first oh, pays for the bill is going oh, and i was okay. like okay i don't know if like a family member is dead and then when i saw it was him and i was just like i'm not reading this who wants yeah. to read this i'm angry now yeah 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 <laughs> and so my friend read it out loud in this open air restaurant oh no oh, and i was like you know what i'm gonna do an open mic <laughs> and then the following monday i went to mad sweet and did an open wow <laughs> out of spite and like he was actually like supposed to be filming all the people doing their sets and when i did the punchline for the whips and chains one i just looked him dead in the eye nice yeah. and then afterwards he came into me and he's like oh, you did pretty good and and i just looked at him and i was like next time if you hear a rumor about like a joke i wrote maybe you should go to the source and not be a little bitch yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice and so shit. and then i just kind of kept going and performing and stuff and there used to be like a like joke them if you got them contest and it was like five to six comedians and then if you won you had to claim your title for the next week and it was kind of one of those you know different competitors to see if they could take the title and who decides the audience <laughs> yeah oh, okay so it was cheerometer uh, yeah 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 but um so i had won like twice and the start of 2018 i had to try and reclaim my title a third time the first weekend <laughs> and um my ex was the host oh, and, no. and it was just one of those you could tell who won by the cheer and it was rigged um, and I was just like, it's whatever. I don't even care because I'm running out of material. So, <laughs> oh, and like, I had asked him, I was like, oh, when should I ask again to compete or whatever? And he's like, well, we don't want people's faces to get like burned out on repeat comedians. And it's just like, okay. <laughs> and then I got petty. <laughs> and, but I had been keeping a list for the original hosts of the contest. And so I had who hosted, how many times they posted, who's won, how many times they've won, mm -hmm. then how many times someone has competed. And like, there was over 35 people who have only competed once. And then I was in the five or six realm with a mm -hmm. handful of people. There were two people who had performed at least 16 times. Dang. <laughs> and I was just like, if you want it, I was like, speaking of fresh faces, here's a list of people. <laughs> and <laughs> just. And then yeah. he, like, freaked out on me, saying I was doing that to just get back at him on what he had done to me. And I was oh, like, geez. what? 
because I broke your heart. I was like, bro, we broke up like seven months ago. Bro. <laughs> this has nothing to do with us on a personal level. This is strictly professional. Yeah. And then um, he tried to get me banned from places. And I was like, whatever. I don't want to deal with drama. So I stepped away. <laughs> and then um, my dad passed away from a bad oh, car accident. No, no. Sorry. So I ended up in Arkansas for like the first mm. half of 2018. Okay. And um, I did like a, one open mic down there, which was kind of weird. Because mm-hmm. the first one was like, oh, come to like do the open mic in my shed. And I was like, that sounds like a trap for lynching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to one that was at like a movie theater that had a bar. And one half was like the dining room. And so it's just like high uh, back chairs and tables for just drinking at. And then the other part was the living room and a straight up just set up like a living room with a fireplace (laughs) and comfortable couches and stuff. And so that's where we performed in that half. And it was so hard not to swear. And you weren't supposed to? Yeah. So you'd see people be like, what the (laughs) fudge? (laughs) That refrigerator, am I right? (laughs) And when I went up, I just kind of ragged on Idaho. (laughs) Yeah. And what was this gig? It was just an open mic at some movie tavern place. Oh, okay. Off the highway in Arkansas. Arkansas, Like, outskirts Little Rock. Oh, wow. (laughs) She ragged on Idaho. (laughs) Yeah, I just ragged on Idaho. I was the only female comic there, too. Do you find that a lot? um, I mean, there's a handful here locally. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's a higher ratio of dudes. And, I mean, it's whatever. Most of the dudes are quality and not trash. So, I can't complain yeah (laughs) yeah the trash usually takes itself out yeah (laughs) yeah that tends to happen so you know sean peabody he's actually a friend of mine i actually worked with him at a place called ap tech in california napa california that's where we met (laughs) that's when his kids were little show over here. Yeah, over at northern lights when they used to do yeah uh, you were like dang i know that guy yeah, yeah, we actually talked for a minute there because we had both been in Idaho for a while and never got together or anything. I just happened to see that he was in Idaho because I saw a thing for Quinn's and he was hosting, I think, an open mic there. This was probably at least five or six years ago. I was like, oh, shit, I know that guy. I was like, is that the same Sean Peabody I know? Yeah, he's uh, supposed to be featuring at, like, Crescent Brewery on the last Friday, either this month or next month. Oh, so. nice. oh we should go check him out. Yeah, um, And it's a free show there, too. And, yeah. I mean, Jody's like, the sweetest bartender ever. She's a sweetheart, <laughs> and I love her. Yeah. It's just really sad that most people stick to Boise for the open mics versus oh, coming okay. out. Because it used to be Crescent was the place to go on a Tuesday night because mm-hmm. there was nowhere else to go. Oh, really? And then all of a sudden... These two mics pop up almost within yeah. a week of each other. And everyone's just like, I'm already in Boise. I'm not going to drive out to Nampa. And I'm just like, I live off of Eagle and Chinden. Yeah. yeah. And at the time, mm-hmm. I was working at Motel 6. Um, not that I liked it, but <laughs> depending on if I was at work or not, I was like, I'm by the airport, which means I'm close to downtown. So, yeah. yeah. But I don't work there anymore. So now it's just like, I can just hit McMillan Road all the way to Nampa if I need to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I mean, like, it's more time uh, in at Crescent. It's like 10 minutes versus like three to five most mm-hmm. of the places oh, in Boise. Oh, really? You get yeah. a longer set? Okay. 
That's cool. How much time do you have? Um, most places give you like three minutes. How much could you do? Um, me personally, um, I can, I can do probably a good solid like 15, 20. Yeah. If I were to compile like everything I have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which I can kind of do because I can just kind of build off and go into the other thing. And crowd work. Crowd work, I'm not the best at, but again, like just calling somebody out, right? That's just being like, kind of like, Reeling them in, tell them to be like, "Hey, you're like being the bad did, student." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then making fun of them, kind of, kind of. Yeah, yeah. like I can't roast people. <laughs> yeah, mm. all that much. Like the closest roast I have is if I ever go up after my boyfriend, who is also a comedian. <laughs> okay, oh, oh. I guess how is that going? Uh, it it's fine. Okay. Like we don't actually talk comedy. <laughs> oh, okay. So we keep comedy out of the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um. I guess he looks like like an off-brand Jared Leto. I don't see it because I I just don't. Jared. But um, every time I go up, uh, not every time. A lot of the times, if I go up after him, it's just like if you don't want to know what it's like to sleep with an off-brand Jared Leto, <laughs> just ask me. Oh, <laughs> oh god! But uh, other than that, like we, I don't <clears throat> banter really. <laughs> Um, but like the couple of times I've performed, um, there haven't really been like a big crowd. It's been a lot of comedians a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, like the last video I sent you guys, uh, that was when I featured at Mad Swede on a Monday night and it was mainly comics. So I was just like, I'm just going to kind of half-ass this. (laughs) Like, I'm going to try not to, but if it happens, it happens. (laughs) How nervous are you up there? Are you cool with that? I I think I would freeze. I I get really nervous. I don't actually know why I do comedy because I hate public speaking. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess it's pretty easy for me now since I know a lot of the comics personally. Mm-hmm. So it's just at this point, I'm just dicking around with friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, so are you looking to the future for it or? I mean, right now it's more of a like get my mind off of things if I'm super stressed because I really hated my job when I was a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. It was like the worst. Yeah. So it was a good this stress like relief. Release. Yeah. yeah. And like my current job that I work at, like, I've been in a writing funk because of like, oh no, I actually like my job. <laughs> oh, what do you do what now? Do I do? <laughs> what are you do doing now? Do I have now? to dig deep now and just uh, uh, write about my life again? <laughs> yeah. Um, I I work at a gas station. Oh, um, okay. I work for Adventures First Stop. Oh, oh Maverick! Yeah, nice. that is we true. Twice yesterday. I even said I, that I, one I time. I even work at like one of the few locations that have a Cinnabon. Oh, and oh, yeah. the one Cinnabon. sentence I hear at least five times a day is. I can't see how you can work in here with this cinnamon smell. I'm just like, <laughs> it's called nose blindness. <laughs> yeah. And I I went nose blind after my second day. So. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I bet. And you enjoy it. Yeah, it's oh, nice. nice. I mean, it's also like two miles from my house. So Perfect. if my car never starts, it's just like, I've got a bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Cool. Sheesh. Maverick really is adventure's first stop. I've I've called it before, like when we were heading out a lot of, to something. Times. I was like, "Can we stop at Maverick? We got our drinks and our snacks." And I was like, "This is adventure's it first is. stop." They also <laughs> apparently are like the cleanest bathroom gas really? stations they in do the have nation. Clean bathrooms, nice. yeah. And I thought about it. And I was like, "Yeah, I've never questioned having to go to a bathroom <laughs> in a Maverick." Yeah, they are always clean, especially the the really new ones. Yeah, with like no doors. It just kind of is like a little pathway now if you still go to that one on 
by downtown Boise. It's on, oh, on like Main. Main. And, like, yeah, now that so. one you got to go through like the little stock area to get to the bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Like the small ones are just yeah, that adorable. Because there's one on State Street that's like that as well, but it's even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my yeah. hips are too wide for these aisles. I'm going to knock a oh, shelf I know. over. And that's how all of them used to really be was back. Because I used to work for Frito-Lay, so I delivered to some Mavericks. And yeah, they all used to be like little compact, just tons of product in there. Yeah, like the one I work went- at... Um, they're it's they basically the business is built on someone's property like they bought the property mm-hmm. and all i remember about this property was t- this house had like a hill built in front of it for a sound barrier from the road and then they just had miniature goats that screamed all the time <laughs> on oh, this geez. corner <laughs> and then as they slowly got rid of their property like they had less and less goats and now they don't have any goats at all and i'm yeah. just like i kind of miss the goats <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And like now they're building like some tap house behind my Maverick. And it was just like, great. Now I have to worry about someone drunkenly like backing into my car. Aww. Yeah. Fun the and then part of me is like, but now I have an easier place to go drinking. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't have to go downtown. <laughs> no. Stop right in and Uber home or take your bike. <laughs> I used to do that back. Uh, God, I would have been in my 30s I when I had a truck. Some nights when I would go out, if I was going out drinking with people and I didn't want to pay for a cab home, I actually just put my bike in the back <laughs> of my truck so I could just ride my bike home. Perfect. Oh, man. Yeah. I did that a few times with a friend who lived in the North End, and we would just I'd yeah. meet her at her house, and then we'd ride bikes down. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, we're good. Oh, it was the worst idea because you get drunk so fast riding a bicycle because it's just <laughs> pumping it through your system oh, to the yeah, point where we're like, we're like trying to be like, are we are we in a straight line? Are we going to get pulled over in the oh, north yeah. end for drunk bicycle riding? Yeah. Yeah, you can get a DUI for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as the bicycle doesn't have a motor on it, is it technically like yeah. motor vehicle drunk driving? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah. There's questions we need Dang, answers to. Oh, yeah. That's from today when I went in and had some procedures done. Your little barcode. Yeah. 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 You're not even a person anymore. <laughs> Um, so growing up, did like people tell you you were funny or, um, not really. So I didn't have a lot of friends mainly because I was too scared to bring my friends home because my mom was one of those, like, if a pillow is out of place, the house was just a pigsty type thing. And also like my grandmother there was kind of weird because she doesn't, she didn't speak that much English. Mm -hmm. It was broken English and a lot of Tagalog. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I knew certain words. Oh, you know that. Don't you? I know some words. Yeah, like <laughs> I know, I know, like I think you know. Swear I know words. gay. I know <laughs> stupid. Oh no! And like water. <laughs> and water. Gay, stupid, <laughs> so, water. So yeah. I know. I I learned gay and stupid when I went to visit like family in the Philippines, and two kids got into a yelling match, and that's all they were yelling <laughs> oh, at each other. <laughs> and it was just progressively who could yell it louder. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I just didn't want to weird out like my white friends with like all of our cultural food yeah because <laughs> we didn't have like oh we're gonna have chicken for dinner one night and like 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now pork or what a next it was weeks long this is all right we're having seafood like all week so a bunch of filipino recipes mm-hmm. and then like chicken so a bunch of like black recipes my dad knew and then beef one which was a mix mm-hmm. and then pork was like mainly on fridays <laughs> we didn't eat fridays. a lot of pork on fridays and like it was just kind of weird also my mom really hated whenever my brothers brought friends home because they never would take their shoes off. And that's like a cardinal mm, sin in an Asian household. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I'll just go to my friend's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they live in the gated community by the river. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, so I had like indirect friendships with my brother's friends. And it was one of those... I be answering question for them or there and then my brother would be like you're still talking <laughs> and it's just like oh my god you're so annoying just shut up so i just like <laughs> kept to myself and read books a lot yeah. and growing up okay so and then i guess it's more of once i started going to anime conventions and stuff i started branching out meeting more people yeah. um that went to different schools and stuff mm-hmm. and um they thought I was funny and stuff, but I would only do the whole like quiet wait for the right moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. To say something and they'd be like Damn. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, dang, that was a banger. <laughs> Your timing was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> only took me a week and a half. <laughs> and then like I remember there was one kid, he was new to staffing one of the local actually probably the local anime convention in downtown Boise, and he was trying to flirt with me, and I said something, and he was like, oh, that was smooth like butter. <laughs> and I was just like, I also don't know how old you are, so I'm, I'm not going to continue. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a record. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So you said you've been doing comedy about three years now. Um, do you do, um, are you doing just like all open mics? Are you featuring? Um, I do. Or- I do a lot of open mics for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only had a couple feature gigs. Uh, I have actually a couple shows next week, I think, if I know how to read plug calendars. Em, right? em. <laughs> um, one is a heckle show. It's, it's like a happy the, hour show. Not the ping pong balls. No. Okay, uh, this one's just like a, it's like a happy hour comedy show downtown at Edge Brewing's downtown location. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, free to watch, but if you want to heckle, you got to pay. <laughs> oh, I saw, we saw the advertisement for that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm doing that on Tuesday, the 21st. And then I'm doing a funny for a girl show on Friday, the 24th at Regal Beaver. Oof. The Regal Beaver. <laughs> Where's the Regal Beaver? At? Uh, that's downtown as well. It's 
I believe off of Eighth Street. I haven't Eighth seen Street? it personally okay. yet. Um, but the name of it gets me. Every the Regal time. Beaver. Yeah, I can't. Ugh, it makes me feel dirty. <laughs> regal Beaver. Regal Beaver. That ugh. I'm saying it's regal. I mean, should I should I put a crown on it? I don't know. <laughs> but that oh should be fun because there's a lot of great um, female comedians on that oh, show. Cool. So. Oh, nice. Now, do you ever have people like? Saying, you know, like doubting you, why are you doing this? You know, it's uh, not really. Kinda- I've uh, managed to get my friend group curated <laughs> enough yeah. to where it's just like if someone's negative, I just kind of go, I don't need you in my life. Okay, thanks, <laughs> yeah. bye. Yeah. Um, a that's lot of cool. my friends are actually more like, oh my gosh, that's so impressive. I could never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inspiring. And I was just like, your art's inspiring. I'm just digging around. Like, you draw yeah. stuff that <laughs> takes you, like, up to a week. And I'm just here going, how can I make this a vagina joke without it being a vagina <laughs> joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gotta figure this out. But, I mean, out. there's an art That's form terrifying. to that. Though. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there's everyone's just like, everything's on the table for comedy. And it's just like, I feel like it's personally how comfortable you feel on topics. Mm-hmm. And um, I I mainly try to write stuff I can relate to. So basically, just look at my life and be like, and my, I think that's my entire life is a joke already. So what can it. I pick from here? Yeah. Um, because it's just weird. Like weird things just happen to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I ended up going to a comic con in Garden City for free because of a bar fight, huh. and I ended <laughs> up meeting. Walter E. Jones, like the black part, the black guy who was the first black ranger because of oh. it. Huh. I just happened to be downtown at the pizza place by a bar that had a bar fight and he was at that bar. Oh, <laughs> so I was just like, this can't be happening. <laughs> wow. But okay. And it's just weird times. Like, oh, it's, just, it's weird. And just things that have happened at conventions I've seen. Um, there is a voice actor who's kind of like in a bit of hot water at the moment because he's a trash person. I'm like, I personally don't like him. <laughs> but um, he would throw hissy fits if he couldn't have steak for dinner or his oh, meals. Really? <laughs> like he wanted just steak 24-7. <laughs> and it was just beautiful to see him throw a hissy fit be like, sorry, you're over your leg limit <laughs> for the day. <laughs> for spending. <laughs> but... Uh, I think probably the weirdest thing that happened at a con was um, they were doing like their hentai viewing night <laughs> and my brothers were watching the doors and apparently they were watching some like brother sister. Wait, explain hentai. Okay. Hentai <laughs> is uh, a Japanese anime porn. <laughs> okay. That's what I and, thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so, you know, they ID checked everyone or whatever. And I only went downstairs because you could hear the, the like, show and its noises and, like, the elevator shafts yeah. and stuff. And I was just going to be like, hey, turn it down. And uh, I hear chanting as I'm going there. And it's so loud. It's like a FIFA World Cup stadium loud wow. <laughs> from, like, maybe – hundred or so people in this room watching porn <laughs> together oh, and it was like all they need is a vuvuzela <laughs> like they're just missing those horns <laughs> yeah. to make it a freaking sports stadium Dang. and uh they're chanting sister pussy <laughs> and so everyone who's by the 
<laughs> everyone who's by the door guarding it is staff members or like my older brother who was just watching it yeah. with my other brother who was um the head of events and so everyone knew my brother's at the door and so as i walked in hearing them yell sister pussy like, everyone's ah! just like hey <laughs> it's your sister I was like, oh, you know what I'll pass. Just yeah. turn the volume down, please, and thank yeah. you. Y'all need Jesus. Oh, wow. Dang. And that was, and it didn't help that like the the name for the comment year because it's Anime Oasis, and every year it has like a secondary name. So like this year's Anime Oasis June because that's the new mascots names. Um. <laughs> but the sister pussy year was Anime SP. <laughs> Oh, okay. Which meant special. <laughs> oh, special. <laughs> but sure. everyone was like, anime SP, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and I mean, like, oh, uh, there was Compile, and she was supposed, like, the mascot was supposed to be, like, a data person with, like, computer stuff and numbers and everything. But everyone was just like, anime Oasis Compile. Oh, I was just like, oh, y'all are nasty. <laughs> Like, oh, I know geez. she's not a real person, but you're nasty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's it for our segment on cartoon porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I, well, we kind of covered this, how you survive. So you work at Maverick full-time? Yes. Full-time. Yeah. And pays your bills and stuff like that. And yeah. I mean, I also live at home, but that's also because, like, my former roommate decided to move to California. So I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to move back in. And my older brother, my oldest brother, correction, um, was still living at home. Like, he had never moved out in the some odd years we had lived in that house and he's like i bought a house i was like cool i'll take your room it, <laughs> yeah. it should be easier to clean out your room versus having them move all their stuff out of my former room yeah and that was a nightmare like apparently he just never feng shuied his room to like rearrange it or anything mm -hmm. there was like dust from the 20 years he had been in that room <laughs> oh wow <laughs> that was purple somehow purple dust <laughs> there was there was like discoloration of the walls but like only certain spots with like oozy spots and i'm just <laughs> no. like i don't want to know no, no, yeah no, no. <laughs> have to vacuum twice and then carpet clean it was yeah it's gross so i was just like hey are you moved out of the room because i'm moving in so i just <laughs> i've like my room has become like i've slept in like every room in that house <laughs> we're just taking over anytime someone's moved out yeah i'm up <laughs> yeah so i i live with my uh older brother by two years his wife and kids and then our mom as well so okay. that's been fun and like they're two three cats one of their cats decided to be like the neighborhood asshole <laughs> Oh, so no, he really? just comes back whenever he wants. Oh, and it's okay. usually just fight with one of the cats. Oh, jeez. So it's just like, okay, Pickles. That's Pickles me. the cat? Yeah. Pickles, yeah. Donuts is the one he always fights with. And it's probably because Donuts has no nuts. Donuts, donuts has no nuts. nuts. And uh, is more of a lover than a fighter. <laughs> oh, no nuts. <laughs> no nuts is a lover. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> uh, so, do you hang out with um, the other local comedians a lot? Um, not really. No, um, more I work. I work a lot, so um, 
if I do have free time, I usually hang out with my boyfriend or um, some of my friends from college or the anime community. And that's kind of a crossover thing, too. So a lot of them yeah. I either met before college at the cons or at college and dragged them to the cons. Because, <laughs> right. yeah. like, weird stuff happens, guys. You got to be here with me. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I've, like, hung out with the comedians maybe three times. Okay. And, like, I think two times was for a party or whatever. And so that was cool. And then um, I specifically hung out with black comedians <laughs> at my house. And yeah. uh, we had, like, brunch because I had never experienced grits before. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you got to have it. So we planned a breakfast. <laughs> nice. Where all the black comedians got together, mm-hmm. except for one because he overslept. But <laughs> yeah, uh, we had all these. We had uh, it was like myself and then three other comedians, um, Reese, LJ, and Corey, and we all just had breakfast and just had fun hanging out. Nice. And they taught me the way of eating grits. Of eating grits. <laughs> did you like grits? Uh, I did. I, I, I did had grits. the sweet way, and okay, I had a yeah. lot of butter and oh, some brown sugar. sugar. Oh, and it yeah, was like it was route, the lighter yeah. brown sugar versus the super molassy brown mm-hmm. sugar, and it was just so good. <laughs> yeah, if you go that route, and yeah, it's you know basically like a cream of wheat or cream yeah, because like I told him, I grew up eating cream of wheat or cream of rice, depending on like. Which ended up being the box with more because yeah. <laughs> I had one sibling that only ate cream of rice, and my dad had grown up eating grits all the time. He was like, "I'm not making grits ever <laughs> not again." Making grits, no. So I ate cream of wheat because my dad liked cream of wheat, <laughs> and so I don't actually know if I like it or not. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of ate it because my dad did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you put enough butter and brown sugar in it, it's all good. <laughs> but sure. it's not really anything like it's like grains never, yeah yeah i've never had grits never Mm-mm. i'm gonna have to get you some grits oh, dang. <laughs> um who is your favorite comedian oh gosh let's say currently and of all time um i don't know i like i've been watching more comedians thanks to netflix and stuff yeah. but um i guess i really like ali wong ali wong okay, and yeah. uh Angela Johnson. Oh yeah, I don't know her. Um, um, no, I haven't heard you mention her uh-uh. before. But um, I definitely um like them too because they're females and they're also you know one one is Asian, the other is like um Puerto Rican, I believe. Yeah, Angela Johnson. Angela I think Johnson, is yeah. Puerto Rican, and so like she's made comments of like having a Filipino friend in one of her skits <laughs> and I was just like that's so true <laughs> I can yeah. relate and um I haven't actually watched any like black female comedians which is kind of odd <laughs> yeah and I oh, was Tiffany like you should Haddish. she's, she's, she's right on my like watch list but oh, okay. I like yeah. never watch anything at home because whenever I have time to like be on the tv if my mom's not using it and, like my niece or nephew is yeah. i'm just like oh i gotta wait until they're like asleep but i yeah. also have to be asleep yeah yeah, yeah. and because exactly. i don't have a tv in my room because i'm one of those weirdos is like this is my space yeah. i don't yeah. need something distracting me yeah. in my space but i have them on my watch list for nice. sure though but um i don't know if i technically have like anyone specific as like my forever favorite um 
But I guess the person who got me into like listening to comedy, I guess, would be Dane Cook. Oh, oh okay. Because when I was a junior in high school, like he was the shit. Yeah, he was. And huge. like he came to Boise, and for like a week and a half, everyone was just quoting all his stuff. Oh really? yeah. Like even my health teacher was, and I was like, "This is weird." Oh, wow. Um, I guess I'll hop onto this train, but of course, I like missed it by a good month. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just like, all right, I know all these bits, but whatever. And then, yeah. oh gosh, like Bo Burnham was huge, and I like Bo Burnham. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like some of his stuff because I had seen it from Tumblr, but only like clips of his yeah. stuff, not the full bit. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he actually does stuff? That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's just humor in the internet is just weird to understand. (laughs) Because of Vine and everything. Because I was like the person who thought this uh, gal, her name's Natalie Tran on YouTube. And she's community channel. Like her, Has she been on her, Kill Tony? Tram? I remember I her know. name. Uh, she, she's just been like, she's one of the, the longest running YouTubers, but she's not as active anymore. Okay. And her stuff was funny because it was just like, uh, she would respond to like community stuff of a show that she was obsessed with. And then she started doing skits and stuff and um, just being awkward and easy and i was like i can kind of relate to that. She, like a lot yeah. of her things she's like i'm like a vietnamese girl in australia do you know how weird that is <laughs> and she's got like a weird hybrid of like an asian accent with australian english oh, and i dang. just loved her so much to the point where i remember with my first cell phone i made my ringtone a song she did Aww. oh really about touching awkwardly oh, <laughs> and it's like when you like brush against someone in an elevator trying yeah. to push yeah. the button yeah you're like, and it's like you oh. touched their side boob on accident <laughs> um so i guess she would be the closest to like the my all-time favorite because oh, she nice. just did a lot of skit stuff on youtube okay gotcha. in the ye old days <laughs> yeah so you haven't seen the new alana glazer special no i have not and, okay do you know who she is no oh okay from she was on the tv show broad city if you oh, ever I've watched heard that of it. i never watched okay. it i was just mentioning it because uh, i watched the special which she basically got from having a tv show and i know like some comedians we listen to that are it kind of like pisses them off when someone gets a special that's not a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. they're just kind of writing off their and they've been you know, working for like 20 years yeah to try to, try to get like a special, special you know and yeah. you just got it off from your tv show yeah. so um yeah in my opinion that one uh oh i guess technically i just remembered my like all-time favorite at least growing up was uh chris tucker oh chris tucker yeah i loved him in like rush hour stuff and like my dad was just like you know uh you you shouldn't because he says inappropriate thing like the first time i (laughs) heard the n-word ever was because of like (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) was like from rush hour and then like um 
my dad had like VHS tapes of like Eddie Murphy specials. Yeah. And like we had like Bill Cosby as himself. Yeah, I remember that one. My dad had that one. But my parents wouldn't ever let us watch them. And I was like, I feel like Bill Cosby would have been safe. Bill Cosby was. (laughs) Well, sheesh. In a way. But uh, yeah, and like I loved Eddie Murphy growing up too. Oh, yeah. And, um, but yeah like definitely like chris tucker because i i kind of stopped watching movies once like i stopped knowing who like oh he's not performing anymore i don't want to watch movies Mm. (laughs) yeah and uh no but my friends are like oh do you watch this movie it has kevin hart and i was like i don't i don't know why but i just don't like kevin hart Mm. i I think it's his voice (laughs) i'm with you on kevin hart like like some of his stuff is okay and then i remember watching like secret life of pets and he was the bunny, and I was just like, <laughs> I can't. He is the most annoying character in this movie. In <laughs> and <in>, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you know, I liked him in like Scary Movie Four, <laughs> and when he was uh, when they were doing that like Brokeback Mountain scene, that yeah. was hilarious. But um, yeah, I don't really like his stand up that much. So, but I don't mind him in some movies. But yeah, stand up, I don't know, just doesn't appeal to me. Anyways, who inspires you? Who inspires me? Yeah. Um. Oh golly. Um. I guess one of my favorite bands is called The Slants, and they're mm. an all Asian were were an all Asian American um like dance rock group. They uh, fought the U.S. trademark office so they could trademark their name, The Slants, when mm. uh they were denied. Because it was um, disparaging to Asian people. Oh, really? <laughs> They're like, but we are Asian people. <laughs> yeah. And they used, like, the U.S. government actually used, like, uh, UrbanDictionary.com as oh, a source no against way. them. Oh, really? <laughs> and wow. so, like, they had battled for, like, over 10 years to get this trademark. And then, like... A year or two after they had won the trademark, they're like, yeah, we're disbanding as a band. Oh, and, <laughs> and I was just like so heartbroken because, um, like their music was just so inspiring. Cause like one of their songs kind of takes the bad childhood rhyme is like Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, look at these. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they had a song called Sakura Sakura, and the lyrics like, we sing for all the Chinese and the Japanese and all the dirty knees. And I was just oh, like, wow. oh, I really, like, it was just really good. <laughs> and it was just like, I may be different, but that's okay, because yeah, I'm going to yeah. be badass sure. just like you. Yeah. And so, they really inspired me with their music, and I just love them so much. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not like they're just off the scene forever. Uh, now, they just kind of redirected their focus for more... Um, non-profit work mm-hmm. uh, to help like Asian Americans and minority artists get their name out there. They oh, actually cool. approached me and they're like, hey, do you want to go on tour with your comedy? And I was Yay! just like, that sounds fun, but I'm <laughs> terrified of leaving Idaho. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have bills. Like, yeah, maybe hit me uh, up next year once I'm done paying off my car oh, and like, all my big <laughs> item debt things are paid yeah. off. Exactly. But it was pretty cool that, like, they noticed me, who was just, oh, like, a awesome. simple fan. And they're just like, yeah. hey, we know you do stuff, but, like, yeah, do you want to do bigger stuff? And I was oh, just like, thank really you for cool. considering me. Yeah. There was no part of you that was like, 
fuck yes. Part of me was like, hell yeah, that sounds fun. But the other part of me was like, you don't have the star card for traveling if you have to fly. Do you even know where your birth certificate is? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, I have a bunch of plans for, like, this year. Which involve like getting my passport so I don't have to get the stupid star card so I can just travel. Yeah. Nice. Because if I can't drive there, I'll fly there, but I really hate to fly. <laughs> yeah. No but, doubt. But yeah, I definitely say like that band definitely have inspired me. And um, a couple of my friends I made through college, they inspired me because they, like uh, my friend Courtney Allen, she's um, a freelancer. And she just makes PowerPoint presentations and stuff. And she's gotten so good at what she does that even Microsoft have, like, commissioned her to be wow. like, hey, we have this huge company thing that we need done in a PowerPoint. Will you make it for us? Wow. Dang. So, That's huge. And, like, she has her own business now. And she's got, like, employees. And she's a year older than I am. So. Wow. <laughs> so I'm just like that's goals yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the other girl was like the only other black girl in my physics class her name's camille eddy and uh she worked for like google for a while with an internship for a few years yeah and um because she said screw boise state and because uh she was one of the few females in her like engineering degree as well as like one of the few black kids mm. and so um her advisors weren't the best like they'd mock her sometimes when she'd come up with concerns and be like hey class scheduling issues so she <laughs> was like all right forget this and uh moved to california for a bit ended up getting that google scholarship and doing a bunch of stuff there and i was like oh my god that's amazing <laughs> i'm glad yeah. you're friends with me yeah <laughs> and uh but now she's up in moscow finishing her degree up at u of i because apparently they have a better stem program up there than boise state does mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure anywhere that's not boise state has a better stem program <laughs> <laughs> to be honest from what i've seen <laughs> are you in school right now uh, no um i actually got kicked out <laughs> Like, like I got a finalized kicked out because I started college um, straight out of high school and I didn't want to. So I didn't care my first semester, which made my GPA really Mm. crappy. Mm. And then I couldn't recover it the next semester. So they had kicked me out for a semester and they're like, get your stuff together. (laughs) Yeah. And so I also lost my like scholarships and stuff. Oh, damn. And couldn't use FAFSA until I was off of academic probation, which was going to take me forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Only 3000 in loans, right? right. Uh, actually, I that. only got like $3,500 mm-hmm. in fr- in loans from like you my first semester. You a bit somewhere. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that covered basically my first year at Boise State. And then I paid out of pocket mm-hmm. ever since then. And, oh, wow. Um, after the semester out, I did it again, but one class just held me down a bit. And so I was dismissed for an entire year. Oh, and I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm yeah. never going to get my degree. Yeah. And like at that point, I was also married and just like miserable in my marriage because oh, I used yeah. it as a way to get away from my parents, which was stupid. And um, I was working at Jack in the Box and <laughs> I just had one of those moments when you realize if i stay at this job i'm probably just gonna like die (laughs) and and it was when i got hit in the face 
We have a milkshake that got thrown back at me. Oh, okay. I, just, I, I had that. I can't be in this job for no, the rest no, of my no. life. Yeah. I can't do this. And someone. so once the year was up of me being out of school, like I just tackled it. And um, I actually got off of like academic probation and stuff and did really well. And then like I got divorced at one point and I was just like, oh, I got to focus then I was just focusing so hard on school and stuff, but I couldn't pass one math class because I don't understand trig. And calculus is already hard enough to <laughs> understand, so it was the calculus with trig. And so I had, like, two semesters where I tried to get that, and after the second semester, I was like, you're done. You can't do this oh, degree dang. anymore. Oh, if you wow. want to come back to Boise State, you have to declare a different major. Oh, jeez. And so I'm just like... <sighs> But I really just want a general chem degree. I guess I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I was, my friends were like, are you just going to restart? I was like, I don't even know how to write an essay anymore. So I might as well just start from point zero. Because oh, yeah. then if stuff comes back to me, that's just an easy A. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> I had to retake general chemistry three times because it college was hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> college yeah. is hard. Um, the third time, I ended up, like, being the worst student version of myself. Like, I was sleeping through the class, oh, wow. but I was still wow. getting A's on the exams and the homework because I apparently, like, osmosis, osmosis yep. the information yeah, into my maybe, brain. Yeah. And there was that. this one guy who was just so upset about that that he oh, made really? a bet with me. He's like, whoever gets a higher score, the loser ha on any exam, uh, the loser has to buy them lunch. So he bought me lunch like four times nice. that semester. Oh, nice. <laughs> but he ended up winning the final. Oh. <laughs> uh, and he beat me by like 0.1%. Uh, and I was just like, I'm proud of you because you tried and I was not. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I mean, I, I left that class with an A and he had like wow. a low B and that was him studying so hard. And you didn't study at <laughs> yeah. all. You slept through class. Like I would sleep through class. I, sh I think I showed up like Taco Tuesday drunk to <laughs> the class Tuesday one because it was right. like tacos are a dollar, drinks are only like a dollar fifty more. <laughs> wow, nice. So my friend and I just had tacos, and they were like, "Oh shoot, we gotta get to class." <laughs> so we're like drunkenly running back to Boise State through Julia Davis Park oh <laughs> to make God. it to our classes. Damn. His was like a earth science class, <laughs> and mine was chemistry. Jeez. So we were hooligans, such for sure. Um, but if I were to ever get my degree again, I would totally go back to school because I feel prepared. I know how college works. Yeah. And yeah. I know my studying style, which is I have to trap myself on campus and just focus. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I have a laptop, I have to put, like, restrictions on websites oh, for yeah. a certain <laughs> time frame so I can just focus. Yeah. <laughs> Because, oh, I was so bad. I was, like, playing Farmville my freshman year of college. Oh, dang. Like, I was more concerned on making sure my plants didn't die. Yeah, your Versus, plants. you know, I should probably be studying for this history exam. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. 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 But <laughs> no doubt. Also, I mean, like, I was super down with, like, all the events that had free food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, I'll totally go to the, you know, LDS, uh, church or right across the street for pancakes and yeah, get, right. you, you know what Amen. praise god Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i love yes. me some flapjacks yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh, where can people find you at um 
I don't actually, I'm not super active on super social media and stuff. No. Like, if I do, I don't post anything really content okay. related. But um, they can find you at open mics. They can find me on open mics, nice. but I, I've started to try and post more stuff on my Instagram. Oh, and cool. that's towns.girl for Instagram. Towns.girl. Yep. T O W N E S. There's a silent E. <laughs> nice. Uh, I have a Tumblr and like that. That thing's like an abandoned child. <laughs> I've had it for years, and I never understood how Tumblr worked because I used it as a blog at first, and then I just started going memes, and then weird stuff happened on that website in and of itself, and I was just like, I'm just going to step away because even this is too weird for me. <laughs> nice. Okay, so on Instagram at towns.girl, mm-hmm. Facebook, you're... Tina Towns on um, there? I think it's actually, it's like they can search Christina Towns. Christina Towns. But they, but that one's more of my like private personal oh, stuff. Nice. So, okay, gotcha. Like, I'm still debating on whether or not making a page because <laughs> I'm just lazy. <laughs> it's lazy. So you're yeah. the lazy comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lazy comedian. Uh-huh. And like, um, Whenever I have shows or whatever, uh, I have friends, like, I'll commission my friends to make advertisements for me. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, I have one from a coworker when I was at the motel, and he did it, and it's a cutout one, so I can change the info as oh, needed. Oh, cool. yeah. And, like, change the background, too. And so, <laughs> I did that for when I was hosting Mad Sweet in December, and everyone's like, oh, did you draw that? I was like, no, cut out pieces, and I just <laughs> found a piece of paper that looked like a fence, <laughs> and I just tried to see whether horizontally or vertically it looked better. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, I have a friend on Instagram, at Hannah, not Barbara, because <laughs> her, <laughs> name, her name is <laughs> Hannah. Her uh, I commissioned her to draw, like, doodles of me and her art style that I could use for advertising oh, purposes. Cool. So. Is that the one that's your profile picture now yeah. on Facebook? Okay, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah I remember that. And so. like she's been doodling for years and I've seen her style evolve. So like she used to do just strictly um post-it note art. And yeah. so I have post-it note of her doing just quick doodles, having a tentacle limbs phase, and then slowly going into the current style she does, which is okay. water colors from like this handheld like travel kit of paint oh that's cool and she'll still do it on post-it notes even she'll paint on post-it notes so it's pretty cool yeah awesome that's really cool yeah it's always good to have people (laughs) that are artists especially when you're in do stuff like this yes people that can hook you up yeah yeah one of our friends drew that did our logo yeah (laughs) like nice yeah so, um, I think that's all we have for tonight. So, we want to thank you for coming thank over you so to the much. studio. Yeah, it's having really me. Cool yeah, to meet it's you. been really fun. Yeah, it was fun watching your comedy. Yeah, was, yeah, we've been getting to see a lot of uh, more local comedy now yeah. since I put that post out on the Boise Comedy Fans yeah. group. Yeah, so people have been like reaching out and sending me clips like, of their stuff. Yeah, there are people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now that you listed the places to go. We'll be there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, 
because the comics have their own Facebook page too to like advertise with them yeah. themselves. Oh, okay. And uh, someone made like a sign of like all the open mics, and I'm surprised they didn't just post that there, even in the fans, be like, "Hey, if you want to hit open mics, exactly. just support them." Yeah, yeah. I should but, go through their photos and find that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, I think only one has stopped being an open mic, and that was a Thursday night one. Oh, okay. And that was just because it didn't really draw a crowd or anything. But I think they're changing it up to be like a monthly show thing. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, we're always looking for comedy shows around here, but we don't get a ton of the big names through here. So yeah, finding local comedy would be awesome. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah. Alright, so that is it. I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Toasted Marshmallow Adventures, Instagram, Instagram. at Toasted Marshmallow Adventures 1, um, our website, ToastedMarshmallowAdventures.com, or SoundCloud Castbox. Yes. <laughs> email us at GetToasted at ToastedMarshmallowAdventures.com. Yes. That's it. I'm going to sign out. I'm Chris I'm Adams. Signing off. I'm Wendy. And we have Tina. Hey, Say Tina. goodbye. Ooh, hashtag right. Get Toasted. Stay Toasted. <laughs> <laughs>